At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Don't tell us if anything dies. That is the first rule that we give to all our farm sitters when we decide to leave the homestead and go on vacation, or if we have some family thing we need to go to for a couple days away, even just an overnight somewhere. Don't tell us if something dies. There's a lot more rules for our house sitters, our farm sitters, there's a lot more things we do to make sure that things actually go smoothly. And although we have that rule, don't tell us if anything dies while we're away, for the most part, nothing ever does die. In fact, we just got back from a vacation away from the homestead for almost two weeks. Nothing died, everything ran smoothly. We're talking multiple cows, camels, pigs, Goats, I mean, if anything was gonna go wrong, it would be the goats who you can probably hear screaming in the background. How do we do it? What do we do to make sure when we're away from the homestead, whether this is a vacation or just a quick overnight, or even if you have a full-time job and you have to leave your homestead, what are some things you can do to make sure that while you're gone, nothing dies and everything runs smoothly? That's what we're gonna talk about in today's episode of Homesteady. If you're joining with us live, thank you so much. I have a goal for this live stream. If we could hit 200 likes, if you could just hit that down below me and the, the viewer, there's a thumbs up button. I'd love it if you would hit that. And then while you're waiting for the show to start, it would do me a huge favor, me and Kay and everybody here at Homesteady. If you would hit, there's a button down below that is like a little arrow for sharing. And then you can copy the link for this live stream and you can post it to your favorite social media or just email it to a friend, whatever it is. Maybe they'll get to join us live in the chat box. And even if they don't join us live, they can watch it later through your link. That would mean the world to me. It helps our show grow. I'm so appreciative. And if you're listening to the podcast of this later, you can also click the share button on the podcast player. And I would really appreciate if you would share this with anybody that you think would enjoy it. I'm so excited for today's show. We're gonna share a little bit of our vacation. You'll see what accountant Mike caught, which was just nuts. And then of course, we're going to share mostly with you how to make sure your homestead is okay, whether you're away for a night, 
during the day or a week or more. I know you're gonna enjoy this show. Let's jump right in. Yeah, I got my, uh, my beach tan going on. Yeah. I don't look much different, to be honest. <laughs> well, you didn't get burned. we so got to put that filter on that makes us look yellow. <laughs> Fix that. Where's our tan filter? I got the tan filter on. A little better I also have a crick in my neck, so if I'm looking like at Austin a little sideways, it's not what he's might saying. Not be it might be what he's saying. Mad at me. It might There's be. There's a 50 50 chance. But also, my neck. So. You know, you come back from vacation. <laughs> I feel great. <laughs> this morning, uh, her, last night her neck was hurting her, so I grabbed a bag of frozen peas for the neck, right? The to yeah. to kind of ice it, numb the pain. And then this morning, she took a sock that's full of beans that she made. It's like our hot sock for when your belly's upset or something's <laughs> sore. We heat it in the microwave. So Kay has a homesteader version of the icy hot patch. It's a... Uh, Peas to dull the pain and beans to relax it away. <laughs> Cracked me up so much. So I wanted to start the show with that. Anyway. <laughs> so, so yeah, they don't. Start, the bean sock doesn't smell great. The kids don't like it, but it works. We always know when someone's in pain because the house smells like beans. <laughs> Our daughter's not. <laughs> She's so sad about it too. I hate that. The sad sock. look on her face about the bean sock. Mm, <laughs> I bean. could have made a rice sock. In retrospect, I should better. have made a yeah. rice sock. We had such a nice trip. Always and do. It's very appropriate, I think, that we're talking about this right now. It's the holiday weekend. I'm yeah. sure a lot of people want to or are on vacation, a trip right now. Can you homestead and do that? Is the question. Some of our people watching live know you can do this. I think every single Saturday, Dakota mentions in the chat box, she's like driving through Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> and Dakota's got a homestead and she's able to do it. But of course, you know, sometimes you gotta leave. Sometimes it's sometimes not just for vacation. To. Sometimes it's right. for funerals, weddings, work. Sickness. Yeah, we've done some weddings. We've done some weddings away. Yeah. So we figured it would be really helpful because we've been doing this for a decade now. We've been leaving. Everything we've been from leaving, <laughs> we've been leaving our homestead every every year. Um, yeah, we've been for years like leaving all these animals with somebody who's not a full time farmer. This is definitely the year we've had the most that we've left with anybody. We were a little bit worried, but over the years, I mean, we've done this so much, we weren't too worried. No. And uh, we figured that's what we would get into today. So hopefully, we can help some of you. But first, before we go right into what we do while we're gone, wanted to fill you in. Some of you have seen the video uh, that we shared on the channel this week of our Rhode Island vacation. If you've been listening to the podcast, we talked about our Rhode Island vacation in like the second episode. Of our podcast ever. Yeah, because the second episode of the podcast was about fishing. Early oh, yeah. days of homesteading, my goal was totally like... Hunting, hunting fishing, fishing, a little bit of farming. And a little farming. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't work out so well. Now the tables have turned. It's like now the cow channel. The dairy channel. I never get to hunt or fish. Oh, Aww, that's sad. <laughs> that's not true. But yeah, we every year we have this tradition. We've been going to Rhode Island, and literally, this is cool. The very first video on our channel was back when we were just a podcast. I was like, you know what? We're gonna do this podcast. We're gonna talk about fishing. I should film while we're in Rhode Island. 
get a little bit of footage while we're there of the adventure and it could be a bonus and I could share it on YouTube. And that's how the YouTube channel started. So we're gonna take a little look back through the history of this trip that we take every year, fishing, a little clamming, and uh, enjoy a little bit of our uh, homesteady history, and then we'll dive into what we do when we're gone. So pretty. We have a lot of history in Rhode Island. Yes, we do. In fact, I think that was one of our very first dates ever was driving to Rhode Island together. To go surfing. Yes, although I did not surf. Has Accountant Mike been to the Rhode Island house more than you? We've been, we started coming the same year, Accountant Mike and I. So before you and I were married, I remember one summer Mike and I drove up together to Rhode Island to meet you guys up there. So equal amount of years. Since then, for years, we've been going almost every summer on a trip to Rhode Island with our friends and family. Hey guys, we're in Rhode Island today and we're catching stripers. Can you see Rampy that? Jojo's here now, we'll show you how the boat really should be driven. <laughs> what, no vodka? Uh-oh, screwed up right away. No vodka? <laughs> Off to a bad start. Uh, the group of us, me and my son, got on the boat and we headed out into the salt ponds. We shared earlier this week that our very first YouTube video ever on the channel was actually a three-part series where we showed day one, two, and three of our Rhode Island trip. What you got there, Lou? Oh. All right. Good morning, sunshine. That's the way to do it. You want a few stills? Yeah. There's something really, really exciting about watching your kid catch their first striper, or the first big fish for that matter. My son, all on his own, was able to hook onto a 20-inch striped bass, which for him was really, really exciting. Lots of history. I've been going there since I was 12 which was kind of neat because our son is almost 12, so that it's like full circle now. Ooh, that's that a for big you. one. He's pulling, buddy. That's, that's a big one, buddy. Not everybody the same side now. Yeah, look at that. Woo, bro. Good job, buddy. Good fish, buddy. Nice. Let's get a picture of you and Grampy with your yeah. fish. Hooked by the mouth on the other side. You're good here, Dad. Wanna lift that for him? Unhook it? No, lift him. I already got the hook out. Where do I just okay. grab him? Yep, just grab him good like that. All here, right. get a picture, guys. Smile. Alrighty. Look here, Dad. Smile, guys. Right here, buddy. Look here. Are right, you wanna let him go? Let him go. Right there, man. He's been going since he was in utero. I was pregnant with him and you caught a big striper, remember that picture? Oh yeah. That was the, the, uh, the spring before he was born. I was big and pregnant and you went out all by yourself, caught a big striper. Now I have lots of friends that I get to go fishing with. Accountant Mike always goes and, and, and catches children, something yeah. funny and weird. 
and uh, then whatever, you know, Uncle Bourbon will show up for a few days of fishing. Every single morning, our oldest is out with me. He doesn't miss any. He's usually the one dragging me out now to go. The trip's always a lot of fishing, so most of our videos kind of revolve around us going out fishing. Well, yes, that's that's kind of our son's favorite thing to do. Pretty good with all the fish we caught. Um, we caught five fish today. Yeah. Caught five fish today, three yesterday, which means that made we caught eight fish. Eight fish. I always think it's nice. Even on vacation, we get to kind of do the homestead thing. We get to go out and catch some fish. So there's catching fish, catching clams, but we do other stuff too. We go to the beach. <laughs> I was like, what else do we do? <laughs> it's a very low key kind of trip. It's a house, nothing fancy on a salt pond and within walking distance to a rocky beach we call it because it's not much sand and it hurts to go in the water most of the time <laughs> but it's close and it's quiet so it's a nice chance for us to relax and just get away from the farm for a little bit that rocky beach the reason we started going there years ago was because i was a surfer this you is are a surfer. I am a surfer still surfer you are. although there's no video footage now because it's hard to film yourself surfing I mean, lots of GoPros for it, but I think this year you used it all on the kids. Yeah, we caught the kids. Did surf a little bit. We pushed them into a few waves. Always on the trip, we have friends and family. Usually at some point, you see my parents are on the trip. Our usual friends, accountant Mike and his family come. Uncle Bourbon, we'll have our good friends James and Lauren there, and everybody, we catch the clams, we catch the fish, we'll spend the day in the kitchen cooking up all our, everything we found. Fishy swimming song? I do remember the fishy swimming song. Will you sing it for me? What you looking for? What are we out here for, kid? You got like eight in your pocket already, dude? Something like that. Ooh, right here. Some people will say, you know, your homestead should be a place that you love to be at. You should never ever have to go on vacation because your homestead should be your, your vacation. You should never want to leave. Yeah, I love our homestead. I love our animals. I love our life here. But I love the ocean. I have to get that saltwater refresh every year. Yeah, it's one thing we don't have here in Western PA. It is the linguine and the clams. Oh, that was so good. With the lemon and other yummy things. Yeah, but it's mostly linguine and clams. Except it's actually angel hair, don't tell anyone. But you know. And it's hard to farm out by the ocean. There's not a lot of land available, you know. So taking a week every year to go take, catch some surf, catch mm -hmm. a few fish and clams, and spend some time with friends, I look forward to it every year.
Boat Trader is America's largest boating marketplace with over 100,000 boats to choose from. We offer simple, comprehensive solutions for those looking to sell, find, and finance new or used boats. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. You're going to get all emotional. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice. It's nice to get that break from the farm, but it's always nice to come back too. Yeah. I think we were ready, the kids were all ready, most of them, <laughs> to come back. And thankfully, nothing died while we were away. Nothing died, and we've got a pretty good streak going. <laughs> oh, boy. Don't want to mess that up. But. Now, I got to like just say, that doesn't mean we tell our house sitter, like, don't call the vet if you notice somebody's <laughs> sick. It's just like, she, if you wake out and the dog's dead, like, it's dead. I do the intro. Kay never knows what I'm going to say. Never. And so it started up today, and I'm like, hey, everybody, our number one rule, don't tell us if anything died. And she's like, what did you say? Sounds like so heartless. <laughs> because when you're on, and actually we learned this rule, to be fair, this was your mom's rule. I, I got yeah. this from your mom, and I thought it was genius, because they had animals, and your mom had chickens and stuff. And when you're on vacation, if you've properly, or when if you just, if you're away from the homestead, if you've properly set everything up, you have the right checks and balances, the right people to step in if there's a problem. You've done everything you can. When you're away, at that point, there's literally nothing you can do yeah. if something dies. Sometimes we're close enough, we're a half hour away, we go camping that we could shoot back and and help with something. Yeah. But this was not one of those cases. Yeah, so at that point, we say, you know what? Uh, if you find something dead, it's just going to like put a damper on our vacation to be like, oh no, one of the pigs is dead. So, you know, it leaves you that peace. You can come home. So then we come home from our trip, and it's like, what's dead? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, it's <laughs> surprise, surprise farm. <laughs> yeah, what's dead? What's Which is kind dead? of what every morning is like on a farm, right? Yeah. You go out to the barn, like, okay, what's dead? That's why you go out a couple times a day, right? <laughs> Just to make sure nothing died. So how do we make sure, like this year, nothing dies, and also, like, nothing goes wrong? Um, well, in past years, our systems have not been so good. We have less left house sitters with just terrible setups. Yeah, we don't. Where have animals a died, history. and it was definitely our fault for setting up an inferior system for the yeah. poor thing. Yeah, there's been ducks and geese lost. Ducks and geese, yeah. We've had uh, definitely, you know, chickens. If you're going to lose something, it's mostly it's usually a chicken every a chicken. time. Something gets in. Um, and then we've been pretty fortunate. We've never had a large no animal die. We've while had we were them away. the shortest amount of time. Definitely chickens. I think we've lost the most while we've been away. And now this isn't just about vacation because you know, like we said, this you might have to. I mean, literally, you have to leave to go to the store. Maybe you got to go to work. Some of the things we're going to share today will help with that. There have been times we've been away from the homestead on day trips. Uh, one day we got a text from our neighbors that the pigs were out. Uh, hmm. the pigs... We were gone for two hours. Yeah. We just left. 
So we're gonna kind of share with you today the things you can do for anybody who ever has to leave the homestead, so essentially everybody, for any amount of time. We talked in that video, some people say, your farm, your homestead, you shouldn't want to leave. Why do you want to go on vacation? Your vacation is right here. And that might be true for you. You don't want to go anywhere. You're happy where you are. But we like a week's break once a year. We like to be able to go to somebody else's house, walk to the beach and not think, what do we have to do here? What work do we have to get caught up on? Just to be able to take the kids, go fishing, go clamming. They love it and we love it. I'm sitting here cracking up at the comment section, Jack's saying, bring out your dad. <laughs> Special thanks, Jack's modding for us today. Thank you as always. Uh, guys. Do you have to pay him more on a holiday? Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> Bonus shout outs. So here it is, Jack. Uh, the Mindful Homestead. Jack has an awesome homesteading channel and he needs, uh, Jack needs to, we need to triple Jack's channel size. <laughs> so he go needs link to be to one that, of the Jack. big guys. So click on, I believe if you just click on the Mindful Homestead in the chat box, should be able to find Jack's channel. But please, Jack, share a link to the channel. And uh, guys, go watch. Jack makes great videos. He does. He's got a lot going on there. Yeah, and read through the chat box. Great, great things awesome tips. being suggested. Yeah. Tips about what to do when you go away. So what do we do? Before we go away, we start by not keeping problem animals. Yeah, the animals that are prone to get out, that test your fences, that like whoops the electric went out and there's that one goat that finds that spot every time we don't keep those animals start by culling bad animals <laughs> yes this is something don't i keep learned troublemakers that's we, how we deal with our children too yeah we i learned this from you i came from a, a family pet background mm -hmm. where like you keep your family pet you can't get rid of your family pet and to be fair i like kind of still a more uh, well family pets are different right <laughs> Farm is not, they're not all your pets. You might have a favorite cow that you're going to keep no matter what or a favorite goat if you're crazy, but these are not your pets. You are, especially by the nature of like breeding these yes, animals. you can't keep everything. You're literally like creating more problems <laughs> if you keep the bad animals. So yeah, start off with the animals that get out, the so animals we that are hard to train. And the goat episode about our first goat, Hops, who was called Hops because she got out. She did not... Did not stay around our farm very long. Yeah, Hops was a troublemaker, and we had her, or she came bred, mm -hmm. and we didn't want to have more troublemakers jumping out of the fence. So away she went. Away she hopped. We've had other troublemakers. Lido, mm -hmm. Lido was a bit of a. She was just all around kind of hard. But she actually wasn't a runner either. She so, liked us. Um, she was a bottle baby. So uh, and we'll around. see how she does, but Grasshopper is my example right now. She's kind of a wild thing uh, compared to her half-sister, Honeybee. Just an example as a younger heifer, no, calf, younger calf. Still got to learn my terms. Um, we have our paddocks back at the barn. They all, multiple paddocks mm -hmm. have access to a waterer in the middle, our automatic waterer. And for the cows to go and have a drink... They, uh, they, they can walk over to where this water is and stick their head through either side of the fence. Grasshopper, who, if you're watching on the YouTube videos, the middle one, she's the tall one with uh, all the spots on her. I, I think she's the pretty one. I love her coat. But anyway, Grasshopper, we would often find her on the other side of the paddock from wherever we had put her. She would leap over the waterer and through to the other yeah, side. Yeah, and there was nobody on the other side. There was no, no reason, reason for her there. to be over there. She just was. Yeah. She doesn't do that anymore. She's too big, thankfully. So, so Kay's often threatened 
gra grasshopper's calf to be a, a beefer no matter what. We'll see. But we'll see. She also is... Yeah, sometimes once you start milking hormones, they have a calf, they calm way down, and she'll be our best milker. We'll see. Yeah, I still like grasshopper. I still think yeah, she's... Yeah, good, because you're going to train her to I, milk. That's what I was... Yeah, yeah all right. Well, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so call your bad animals. That's where you need to start. Getting rid of the problems. And it might be hard. It might, it might be, be a rooster that terrorizes your house sitter, right? It could be something like that, too. Just yes. something that you don't want the poor house sitter to have to deal with for a week. Yeah, absolutely. And call doesn't always mean kill. No. We're not saying Rehome. sometimes call just means this animal's not right for my farm, my infrastructure, my lifestyle. But there might be another farm who loves to have an escape goat. It's like right? their thing. Comment section. Let me know. You love those escape goats. Next. A reliable farm sitter. Really important. And not impossible to find. Although sometimes you have to work on your timing on your farm. So I don't know if we talk about that. No, but that is a really good point. Because um, is it easy? Oh yeah. Well, Is it no, easy to didn't. find a house sitter who can come and like milk six cows for you? Shear a few sheep, uh, butcher a pig, like be reasonable what you're expecting them to do. We That's try a great to be. point. It, having the <laughs> homestead will like limit when you can go away or how you can go away. So we would always go away to Rhode Island in August, but this year we couldn't do August because... Grasshopper's calving in August. Yes, we have to be here for that. And we've had to say no to some different family invitations uh, parties and things in the past because because the timing's not right we're expecting a calf yeah we're so. expecting piglets it does change for us the um the spontaneity that yeah. we can go away sometimes we can't go away for a week uh, out of the blue this is a person who when we were dating called me up and said hey i'm in costa rica what I used to be spontaneous. Used to that be. changed anyways, having kids. Like, yeah. I don't have quite that same spontaneity. No, no. Even we're both if you like, have a. Hey, I'm going to bed early. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, nice. <laughs> I mean, that happens when you have a dog or a cat, even, right? You do need to still take care of what you have. Yeah. Um, so, we plan to not have any cows in milk while we're away, uh, to have the calf at least be able to keep up with the mom or have everyone dried off, separated, no one's nursing, no one's milking while we're away. So it does limit when we can go away. So that's like bonus point timing. That was a great timing, one. We'll yeah. put that one in the edit. It'll show up before house sitter. <laughs> so so the second point. Second is your house sitter. Make sure, no, that's third now. Okay, third your is second your. second point is make sure. So the second point we want to gotcha. talk about is make sure the timing is right. Okay. We'll edit that. So number three. <laughs> house sitter. House sitter. And timing is a part of this. You got to make sure that your good, old, faithful house sitter Yes, is, is available. available. We would always book our house sitter. I would give her dates. Okay, these are our tentative dates. Can you do this? Sometimes she couldn't. And I'd say, okay, we'll switch our dates then. Because yeah. she was great and totally necessary We've to our had... setup. What, four or five different people farm sit for us over the years? Yeah. Never had a dud. No, everyone did a great job. Everyone's done a good job. Um, but have had better ones and ones that we didn't... We've had our favorites. Yeah. And they were, I think, the ones who enjoyed it the most. You could kind of tell. That is actually, I think, the most important thing. Because pretty much everybody, if you give them the right tools and have everything set up easy for them, 
is going to do an okay job. But it's nice when you come back and they're like, oh, man, that was we, so much fun. I loved it. It was great. Yeah. So basically. The animals know and makes us feel better knowing that yeah, they enjoy it. We try to look for somebody who likes to be around animals. Likes animals. Yeah. Our, our best couple farm sitters have been, um, you know, probably. 20-something. 20-something. Girls. Girls who women. loved being around animals. Yeah. And uh, the one who just house sat for us, uh, farm sat for us, she had goats, so she had history. Goat experience. Goat experience. Um, she was looking forward to being around the animals. So, Good question is where have we found the sitters? Uh, in our circle of our acquaintances, people we know will know of someone like a, a niece or a nephew. There have been some family members who have done it. Um, FFA you could check out if you're involved in that, your church, your religious organization, um, even homeschool co-ops will have some older kids who would be either graduated or getting near there that you could trust to house set. Now I would probably, um, I would look for somebody, if you can find somebody who has any kind of experience, that's a nice thing. But if you do it right, it's not necessarily a requirement. Right. I feel like our, our house sitter back in Connecticut, our regular, she didn't have any animals, but she did a really, really great job every yeah, time because she, she just enjoyed it. Uh, making sure that they're at least excited about working with the animals. Uh, one important thing, especially if you have big livestock, and this has always been an issue for us, uh, we have a large bull camel now, and we have larger animals. Uh, so making sure that if you have someone who... For example, our last farm sitter, she was a small, small thing. <laughs> I didn't want her in with the boars. I didn't want her in with the the bull camel. You don't go in with the boars or the bull camel. No. Well, you go in with Solomon. Not generally, there, yeah. Not with the, the boars. Yeah. So we also have a backup, and this is another tip we have for you. Uh, we have a backup, a, a friend of mine who's one of my hunting buddies. He's a big guy. Uh, he actually has been around our farm, helped me out a lot. He's got a lot of obligations. He's not able to come over here and, and farm sit Yeah, twice us, a day, watch everything. But he lives close by, and anything that would require going in with the boars, if there were a problem and you needed to go in with the boars, having a, a you know somebody, not necessarily a guy, but someone who's ready for the challenge of a large animal. Right. I would say, uh, do you have a pig farmer and you got pigs? Can you just say, hey, I'm going to be away. Can I leave my number? with the, your number with the house sitter. So just in case there's an emergency, you can come help. Yeah. Somebody and who kind of knows how to handle the animals they're going to be dealing with. And has the the size slash experience, uh, you know, to handle that. So anybody that you have that for that, a backup farm sitter is a good thing. And then additionally, a backup farm sitter or farm helper. Uh, and this was a comment I saw Dakota shared. Uh, I thought was a great bit of advice. Have on your list of backups the vet yeah we have a regular vet we have a number to call and have your vet have your backup vet have the numbers there our vet comes out to the farm so if there was an issue it's great i mean our house sitter could take a video hey there's something going on here i could call the vet describe what's going on can you go out and yeah. check on this animal yep so obviously you want to have your vet have them familiar See, we with don't want animals to die <laughs> no. and and the rule is not don't tell us if there's something wrong it's if there's already a dead animal if something's wrong, we'll find out. The vet will come out. The helpers will come out. Whatever you need, whatever to help. Because your farm sitter 
may not be very experienced in farming, they might be very willing and helpful and ready to, to do all the stuff on your to-do list, but then they might need some help if there is a problem, some backup. So make sure you equip the farm center, yes. the backup helper, and all the professional helpers to support them. If you do that and you have someone who's flexible, excited to be there, um, yeah, I mean, at that point, I think you got yourself a good farm sitter. Yeah, and we do. She did a great job. Yeah, we were really happy with how things turned out with this, with our last trip. And in the years past, we've had a lot of really good ones. <laughs> we've been fortunate a couple times we were able, for shorter trips, your family's next door. Yeah. They know they got plenty of animal experience. And that's also helpful for us, is even with the farm sitter, your, her, her parents are... I always say they know everything with the house, because they built it. So if anything goes wrong in the house, <laughs> call them. Yeah, so... That has been a huge, huge help, making sure you have a good sitter ready to go. And just to help them out, give them a full to-do list. We like to have them to the farm before the yeah, trip. Yeah, we laminated our list this time. This was fancy. We, we put it everywhere. I put one in the, the house, one in the barn, so she always knew what to do laminated list. In years past, we've made videos. I actually had a YouTube playlist just for our house sitter. So they could watch what yeah, to do. For our farm sitter, like, hey, this is the next thing you do. Now we take them through. They come before the trip. They come on a day where we have time, and we go through the whole thing, give them the time with the animals, show them how all the infrastructure works, explain what could go wrong and how to fix it. You know, you got to think of everything. When an animal gets out, here's how to fix mm -hmm. it. When the fence breaks, here's how to fix it. When the waterer here breaks, here's a backup waterer for you to use. Imagine all the scenarios, everything that could go wrong in your homestead, and then have a plan and show them what to do if that happens. You said your favorite word for the next point. Infrastructure. Infrastructure. Iron, I, my, I literally on my outline wrote, Ironclad infrastructure. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds awesome. That sounds like a business That's I'm gonna start. That's very exciting. Hey, uh, this is Aust from Ironclad Infrastructure. I'm here to help with your busted fencing. <laughs> or I can find someone to help you. And, and the next to this, I put time and volume. So we'll get into this. Ironclad Infrastructure. Um, what's some examples of Ironclad Infrastructure? Uh, our high tensile fencing now. Damn. I feel like that's pretty ironclad. Electric, high tensile fencing, it's definitely uh, better on our one strand of electric tape that we had in the field. So oh, I feel yeah. much more comfortable. If we didn't have that, we probably would have brought all the animals down to the paddocks. Absolutely, yep. So we weren't uh, worried about them, a fence, deer knocking down a fence and the animals getting out. From time to time when we did the single step and post with electric twine fencing, the animals would get out. And if we're home, we can you know check on them, it's no big deal. This year we had this high tensile six strand electric fence installed. And uh, this thing, it's not escape proof. I will never, if you've watched <laughs> Jurassic Park, you know things go wrong, especially with electric fences. But this thing is very, very escape. Resistant? Resistant. <laughs> it really resists yeah. escape. People forget, to, they leave gates open. If an animal, People. a frightened animal jumps, it might be able to squeeze Oh yeah, through. see the sheep can get out the of it. The sheep can get out if of it. If they're pressured into to. a corner up against the fence, they can get right out of it. Their wool's so thick. But it's so much more reliable, so much better. And everybody's been trained to the electric. That's a big deal. Don't leave your house sitter, your farm sitter with some animal that doesn't understand electric. Almost everybody's been trained to the electric. Aw, uh, except for? 
Those naughty little piglets. Naughty piggies. Naughty piggies. Naughty little piglets. Our our Cooney Cooney piglets right now are the cutest like Butterballs. Oh man, they look like little <laughs> hams. You know those baked in Pennsylvania you'll see they make a thing, you'll see it at the farmer's market all the time. It's like a chocolate log. <laughs> and that is a cooney cooney baby. <laughs> With <laughs> little like legs. A chocolate log, and it's probably just as delicious. <laughs> A different way. <laughs> Slice of that. <laughs> Give me a cross section of that. So part. they are short enough they can duck right under the electric fence fast enough that they don't get shocked. Every yeah. once in a while they'll get a shock. Yeah. And they're like the terror of the farmyard right now. Yeah, so you go outside and they hear you. <laughs> they hear you. They come running they are at so you. Cute. You get attacked by little coonies. But everything that you almost know, everything. Almost everything. Everything is that trained. could hurt you. Yeah. <laughs> Or hurt our house. An escape proof. So that's one example, ironclad infrastructure. But this is really, really um, one of those areas where you want to think, like for example, with water. Mm -hmm. Right? Especially now, it's so hot. You need to have a um, watering system for someone with no experience, right? Someone. I don't consider, I wouldn't have someone who I thought was a dummy be a farm sitter. <laughs> so there's a compliment to all our farm sitters. If I'm asking you to farm sit, Austin I doesn't think, think you're, you're a dummy. dummy. But, because the reason I said that is because you need to set up systems for dummies. Because in a moment of something going wrong, your, your farm sitter has no experience with your system. It needs to just work. So... Yeah, it could even be somebody who's a farmer already who comes and your system will be totally sure. different than theirs. I was uh, telling somebody who was looking at the piglets saying, you know, why don't you come and see what watering system we have for our pigs because I'm sure it's different than his. Yeah. And and that's where you want to make sure. I don't understand sure your water system, so. Basically, when something goes wrong and you have to explain this over your cell phone, you can do it and they can understand it. So, for example, our watering system, and this is the point I bring out about time and volume. You want to make sure for something like water built into your system is volume which buys you time if something goes wrong. So I want you to picture, or maybe we can pull up some video, probably we got some video of this. Our animals are out in our field, far away from our barn. And our water system currently pumps water up to the top of the field, and then gravity feeds it down to wherever the animals are. Where our pigs are, at the end of this pumping up of the water and then down at the other end of the line, uh, I could have a, a hose attached to a pig nipple where they could on demand go up and squeeze the nipple and water would come out. But what happens if there's a hose that breaks and the water system has to be shut off or the power goes out and the well's not working? In that moment, that on demand water now has zero volume, so you have no extra time to solve your problem. So instead of having a hose directly attached to a pig nipple where the pigs go up and drink the water, what I've done is I have a 100 gallon big um, barrel. Oh, oh that's okay. right. So actually the whole system, I have a 350 gallon IBC tote that I fill to the top. 350 gallons is a week's worth of water for all our animals. That means when I leave the homestead, if the power goes out, and our poor farm sitter has to be in a power out farm, which has happened to us. Yeah. Right? Back in Connecticut, the power went out on uh, our farm sitter a couple times. Mm. If the power were to go out 
and they didn't have it for a week, the animals would all get to drink. And if the power were out that long, we'd have to come home early and fix the problems. But, yeah. but the point is that 350-gallon IBC tote is filled. Then it gravity feeds to another 100-gallon barrel that the pigs drink from. So I built time and volume into my ironclad <laughs> infrastructure. And if you need help with your He's infrastructure... super excited about this. Just the call. things that you get excited about as a homesteader... You were falling asleep just now. They cut you out of the shot because you were like, <laughs> boring. <laughs> Please, and tell me about your water Three again. people watching the live stream now. Thank you for watching three More people. More water, volume, <laughs> water. Actually, we have 70, but only 56 thumbs up. Can we get that up a little, guys? Oh, yeah, Jack just said that, too. Maybe oh, stop thanks. talking about water storage. All right, I'll stop talking boring infrastructure. It but very is important. Really important. It is really important. Yeah. Ironclad infrastructure. What are any other examples of, like, good um, infrastructure? Yeah, uh, the chicken coop. Solid, like, no raccoons can get in there yeah this is a good good point we left one year the ducks and the geese in a kennel we were really new. with like this is we were really very bad. new we were so new at homesteading someone's gonna be like i pity those ducks and geese and you would be right too you would be because they this died. was so dumb <laughs> yeah we like a new. dog kennel with like oh i think we used like cardboard or something or maybe some plywood but you know the raccoon would just reach his hand right in there and every day our house sitter was coming out to find like goose parts and duck parts yeah. strewn all over the yard and i was yeah. like i'm so sorry that was not it's nice. not your fault that's on us that was us so the, the having a coop a solid coop no way they can get in oh kids are celebrating whoa that's why they're celebrating oh <laughs> thank you so much dakota says for the kiddos and thanks for getting me hooked on rabbits <laughs> I had a dream about rabbits, little baby rabbits. That's one part I really do miss about them. Oh, do you? The little babies. Oh. They're so cute. So cute. Thank you so much for that super chat, Dakota. The kids are celebrating. I was thinking we got to get like a kid camp set up so when they get a super chat, they all go, yay. So for those of you who don't know, the super chats we, we uh, split with the crew over there. It's They split it between them. I never see anything from oh. them. Don't. You know, I'm fine. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> They deserve it. Uh, so thank you, Dakota. That was so nice of you, and you made the kids. You made the kids' morning. So have you any good recipes for rabbits that you've gotten so far? Oh man, that's yeah, that's the thing we need to. The good recipes, still. And now we can eat. We can eat more. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll cover that in an update soon. Um, yeah, so make sure you don't stick your ducks in a crate where raccoons can reach in and rip their heads off. Mm. Make sure you have some good fencing, good watering systems. Now, in addition to just your basic ironclad infrastructure, 2021, there's a lot of technology that we can build into our homestead. Yeah, you're dark. I want a t-shirt or something. I got to come up with something. Uh, there's a lot of technology that we take advantage of here. And, and if you have anything to add in the chat box, please let me know. I already saw people mentioning putting up some wise cameras and things. Yes, so, this has been a work in progress for us as well. So we've been doing homesteading uh, for 10 years and this has definitely been, um, all these things we use have been built up. Yeah. And if every year we invest in, in one of Something these things. Something new, we try new things. We've had some great ones, we've had some flops. Um, we're gonna share with you in a moment here a video that shows you all of our favorites that have been huge, huge helps. And this I think, 
this is for the person watching who maybe you don't ever go on vacation, maybe you love your homestead, you never ever wanna leave it, but you have to do an overnight. Some of this stuff, literally, you can feed your animals in the morning and then do an overnight away, you know, double down on the, the feeding, leave them for the night, and these things will help you where you could actually do an overnight, be back the next day to, you know, take or care of everybody. even if you work like a 12-hour shift. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we, we've lost chickens just because we were out and it got dark and we weren't home yet and the raccoon took advantage of that time and got into the chicken coop. Yeah, we got home late. Everybody gets home late at some point in yeah. time. So, so it, we, and you try to put the, put the chickens in before you leave or don't oh let man, the chickens yeah. out today. Remember dealing with yeah, that? Yeah, we used to always... Don't let the chickens out today. We're going to be out late tonight. And of course, you know, somebody lets them out. Okay, now let's try to get the chickens back in. We're going to be out late tonight. Yeah, and then the serious. whole time you're away, you're thinking like, okay, we should leave soon because it's dark. And How many parties have, have, and like dinners have we... Well, we better get home the chickens. Yeah. This will make every homesteader... Every if you want to go on vacation or not, this will make, this your, will make life your life easier. easier. So let's take a look at some of the ways we use technology <laughs> with Ironclad Homesteading LLC. Ridiculous. <laughs> Ridiculous. All of us have to leave our homestead at some point. Some of us are home most of the time, but we got to run to the store. Others of us have a homestead, but we work away from it every single day. And so we have to, you know, drive to work and we're eight hours a day away from the homestead. And of course, once in a while, we like to go on vacation, right? And maybe we're a state or two away from our homestead. Maybe we have a house sitter at the place. But whether we're away for 20 minutes or a couple of days, it is really nice to have some automation, some technology, help us monitor the homestead, keep things running smoothly, make sure our animals are okay. So today I'm gonna to share with you five items, and I know you have the first one, five different items that are gonna make your life better when you are away from the homestead, making sure your animals have what they need, making sure you are not overly concerned or worried when you're away. Let's get into the first one. I know you have this one and that's a smartphone. Obviously, smartphone is gonna play a big role in the other items we're gonna talk about today. So make sure you got yourself your smartphone. We're gonna be downloading some apps depending on the products we get. So with that smartphone, we can monitor our homestead and that brings us to the second item we're gonna talk about. The second item that we love to use on this homestead helps us keep an eye on things when we're away, whether away for an hour or we're, you know, away for two weeks on vacation, cameras. That is a WISE camera, W-Y-Z-E. Anytime I need to, I can pull out my phone, I can check on the brooder, and as you can see, I mean, you can tell, are my heat lamps on, are my feeders full? Really, really nice. To Birth is really, really close, so we're gonna start, I mean, we're watching on our WISE cams. We got a cam on her in the stall. We've been watching her all day. We just started noticing this nesting. This is a WISE camera. These things are very inexpensive. You can get the indoor-outdoor model for under 50 bucks, and uh, usually you can buy a double package. I'll have links below to all these items. Get them two in a pack. They're a lot cheaper. 
These things are awesome. You can very easily install them as long as you have Wi-Fi out to your animals, to your barn. If you don't, I'll put a link to a video below where we teach you how we did that here at our homestead. With a WISE camera, you can, on your smartphone, pull up live video feed from your barn anytime, anywhere. We use it whenever there's a birthing that's about to happen. We also use it when we're away on vacation just to keep an eye on things. We have WISE cameras overlooking the outdoor paddocks. We have WISE cameras inside the barn in the different paddocks. And they're pretty easy to move around too. So let's say one of these paddocks is empty. We can take it and move it to a stall where there's animals, switch it around. Also has a really cool feature where you can use it like an intercom. It gets audio feed to you and you can then send audio back. So let's say your house sitter has a question for you and they call you up and they say, hey, uh, I'm out in the chicken run and I'm not sure what to do with the water here. You can watch them through the wise camera and then you can tell them, hey, go and do this thing. So cool feature. Great little device for keeping an eye on your homestead when you're away. So we have ring cameras here at the homestead. Those work well too. And when you're talking about really far away places that maybe you can't get internet to, there's always the option of doing cellular cams. We've used Moultrie's cellular cams and those are really, really great. So a couple of additional video feed options. The next item you will also need a smartphone to take full advantage of. Uh, it's right here on my pup. This is called a Halo Collar. Uh, this is a fantastic device for any homestead guard dog. It allows you to set up a wireless GPS monitored electric fence. So literally your fence can be a mile long, very, very easy. You set it up on the app. And then while you're away, you can actually see GPS updates of where your pup is within the fence. You can get warnings if he ever exits the fence. My pup here is super hot today. You can tell it's really hot today. Uh, it's like 90 degrees on the homestead, so he's, he wants to go and lay down in the shade. But I can keep tabs on him with that halo collar, see where he is at all times, and make sure he's still protecting my animals. Even while we're away, he has full roam of the homestead. He gets to make sure that there's no predators or people wandering around where they shouldn't but we get to monitor him while we're away from the homestead. So if you do have a homestead guardian dog, a livestock guardian dog, you know, a family pup that you leave, great peace of mind with the Halo Collar. And again, you can monitor it on the app on your smartphone. Nothing is more critical to your animal's survival, well-being than having constant access to good, refreshing water. This is the Bar Bar A automatic livestock water. We've showed you how to install this in other videos. Again, I'll have a link below for that video so you can check it out. The animals come down and they put their nose on it. I'm doing with my hand here and instantly they get access to cool, refreshing water. It's never frozen and it's never hot. It's never full of nasty sludge like they get in livestock water tanks. So on demand, cool, refreshing water. When you go away on a vacation, your animals have access to on-demand water all the time. On a hot 90 degree day, man, I cannot say enough good things about on-demand cool water. So that's another automatic upgrade to your homestead. Just gonna make life so much better, whether you're home or away, but definitely a lot of peace of mind if you're away. Another great automation tool that we use here at the homestead. This is the Brinsey Chick Safe 
Eco automatic chicken coop door. This is activated by the sun. As it gets dark, it closes. When it gets light, it opens. Whether you're home or not, making sure to close the chickens in for the night will literally save their life. How many of you comment below have forgotten to close the chickens in that one time and that's when the predator showed up and killed them? We've had it happen. This never forgets whether you have a house sitter and they forget because they're not used to every night going out and doing the barn chores or they get home late, you get home late, doesn't matter. Chickens are always closed in. Automatic, runs off of battery power. You gotta change out the batteries every once in a while. So keep an eye on that. But awesome product, keeps our chickens safe every night. Whether we're home, away, doesn't matter where we are, they go in and then the door gets shut. Those are just five devices, uh, tools, appliances, whatever you want to call them, that we use here at our homestead that help us have peace of mind when we're away, making sure our animals are safe, making sure they're cared for. We can keep tabs on everything we want to keep tabs on. Awesome products, links below for them. Some of those links will be affiliate links, some not, but that's okay. If it's a good product, I'm happy to share it with you no matter what. Please let me know in the comments below, or if you're listening to this on the podcast, you can leave comments back at the website. What automation have you set up on your homestead that helps when you are away, whether that's away at work for the day or away on vacation? I'd love to learn about something else I can add to our homestead that makes our life a little bit better, keeps our animals safer, happier. Please share in the comments section and we will all benefit. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why Midway USA offers super fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Boat Trader, America's largest boating marketplace, offering easy financing and over 100,000 boat listings to choose from. Sell, find, and finance new or used boats on America's largest boating marketplace. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. Brought to you by Ironclad Infrastructure. Can we kill that joke yet? Okay, <laughs> you can kill it. <laughs> like Dakota, who's killing rabbits today. Is she? How was that for a transition? Nice. She said it's dispatch day. I Dispatching. Should say it's I thought it was like you worked for like Rescue 911 or something. Well, I could and be you wrong. Were dispatching, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you have to clarify that for if, us. If a bunch of rabbits show up at our door, we'll know it was the other kind of dispatch. <laughs> <laughs> sending rabbits. <laughs> If you need some rabbits, Dakota's going to share in the chat box her Facebook page link. She said she's got, like, way too many rabbits. Oh, rabbits. And imagine. Two is too many because then there's 40. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, get a hold of Dakota. She's got some rabbits thanks to us. So if I could just help a little bit with, like, <laughs> lighten her load of rabbits. <laughs> uh, I didn't see. Did Dakota share? Dakota, share your your Facebook in the chat box, share your link to Facebook if people want some rabbits. And I will add it to the description of this video and podcast uh, where uh, Dakota's in the Midwest. So, and she travels a lot on dispatch. Chop off some rabbits. So, her dispatch. dispatch job. <laughs> Dakota's on the call, bringing you rabbits when you need them. <laughs>
I'm all, I'm, I got I'm sure all the sure there's a need for that. Someone would like that. You need rabbits? I'll be there. Of all of these things that you talked about, what's your favorite one? Of all the uh, infrastructure? The technology The technology. Stuff. Do you have yours? So good. Um, our newest one is the dog collar. And this one... These are so good. ...took us a while mm. to decide on because there was... Our dog is ugh, impossible to contain. Um, he wants to be with us. He wants to be um, around the farm. <laughs> what? Oh, I just read in the chat box a horror scenario. Donna asked, what if the chickens don't go in? Or, and this is the one, what if a raccoon gets in before it closes? <laughs> oh, no. That would be horrible. It's in there Donna. waiting. He, like, gets the door shut behind him, and he's like, all right, you got all night. <laughs> I'll get paid. Sorry, I'll, we'll talk about that. That's a great question, Donna. I just imagined, like, that would be horrible. <laughs> yes. Raccoon party. I mean, Guys, if we get there before 7.30, it's on. Tonight. Worst case scenario, got to consider it. So we got the dog collar. It's not the most inexpensive option out there. I don't know, because it's a GPS collar, you kind of set the points. You set it up, and you can put his fence wherever. We've done the in-ground fencing before. Um, it's just too much to try to fence the entire place to fence-proof it for him because he climbs over everything. And I really like it, especially while we were away. I could keep track of him on my phone. It would send me alerts if I knew the collar was low. You know, I knew when she plugged the collar in. I knew when she put it on him. I knew where he was. I really liked that for him while yeah. we were away. Yeah, and that, I mean, that thing was... I. I... <sighs> I don't know, I because think I love one, our cow water, Yes, too. I was going to say, the one that has made our life every day, that one's made our life less stressful every day. The one that has made our homesteading life easier every single day of the yeah, year. Yeah, summer, winter, Winter, fall. spring, summer, or fall. Mm -hmm. That Barbar A waterer is incredible. Now, the one we have is a pig waterer, and pigs make it real dirty. And we did have an issue. We shared this on the channel this winter where they made it too dirty and dirt got in it and it froze. So we had to deal with that. Yeah, but they did give us a solution to resolve that. And it's been working like, great. I called, I emailed the guy and he emailed me that day and shipped me out something and, to help. Yes, he shipped it before you even said like, you know, you didn't get back to him right yeah, away. Yeah, and he like shipped me out. So their before customer service is awesome. Really good. So I, now nothing's perfect and that's the one issue. The pig water, no other animal made it dirty. No. Pigs are, especially our little coonies, they got those folds with all the dirt in them. And then they put their little dirty hooves and just like make soup, stone soup. Yeah, but and, we did uh, get it resolved. Yeah, so we did get it See, working. I also love that auto chicken door. And so I wish I would have got one of, of I wish things. I would have got one of those years ago. Yeah. That probably would be one of the first things I would get. Now, if Donna's, I'm just starting with chickens. Donna's, oh, sorry, go ahead. You really you want like, to talk about this that, raccoon This thing. raccoon party. Yeah, go ahead. If I was getting started with chickens, I would invest in one of those pretty quickly. Yeah. And other companies make it. I know there are a few different companies who make it. That yeah. one we have is a Brinsey, and we're happy with it. The thing I like about the Brinsey, and this gets to Donna's question, is you can actually adjust it so you can make it close earlier. We know, just by the nature of raccoons being a, a night species... Um, they don't come out till it's pure dark. And to be fair, we have the, the livestock 
guardian dog slash yeah, we people don't guardian see them around our here. general guardian he keeps stuff away real real good so it's just part of an intricate um strategy to keep raccoons out but if you were worried you could get it to happen a little sooner the thing is you do want to make sure all the chickens are in now in the uh, stop motion video it's darker just by nature the way cameras work it's darker on yes. the camera than it actually is so it's not it's like dusk. pitch black no it's dusk before the raccoons also this happened to someone we knew where they didn't realize a possum was in their chicken coop and they manually closed their chicken coop door themselves like they walked out and closed right. their chickens yeah, in and so there was a possum happen. in the coop already yeah. so that's one of those things like i mean it could happen to anyone <laughs> auto door or not yeah so yeah, awesome. Uh, basically, the one we left out of our favorite list was the wise But it's on my cams. list, too, because Only thing is, if you're calving or yeah. kidding, it's nice to have two. What? Basically, we just reshared the whole list as our favorite. Well, favorites. I'm just saying, <laughs> these are all nice things to have. But they the one really I would nice start things. with would be probably the chicken door, if I'm starting with chickens. Yeah. And, you know, as far as, I mean, some of those are cheaper, the wise cameras... I think there are indoor-outdoor models now like 35 bucks for their indoor-outdoor model. And if you are going to use it outdoors, get the indoor-outdoor model. Yeah, and you do need internet for the Wisecam to work where you are in your barn. And if you don't know how to get internet to your barn, type that into YouTube and our video will pop up and you'll learn how to do that because yeah. that's one of our popular rando videos. Okay, so our <laughs> summer plans. It's summertime. We're back from vacation. Austin early. looks hot on every video. I mean, Not like sweaty. What I wish you meant. <laughs> <laughs> He's like kind of seething. Yeah. Hey, love farming in the summer. I try to get out early. Uh, yeah, we try to get out early. Get the get the stuff done. Uh, we have some big stuff coming up. Stay tuned for. We already mentioned birth in. August. August. End of August. Grasshopper will be calving. Grasshopper. I anticipate a rodeo. Oh, man. So, stay tuned. That'll be, that'll be fun videos. That'll be fun videos. That will be fun videos. I actually feel like, um, yeah, it'll be fun moving the stanchion to a, like, less enclosed area Like maybe the first. middle of the barn? Yes. Because she is... You know, and then add hormones in there. Who knows? Hopefully Maybe it'll she make her nice like, and calm. Yeah, calm mama Maternal hormones. hormones. Not like the mama bear hormones, because that could get bloody. She won't be your favorite. Hmm. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, pigs. We are going to be... This is really exciting. For the first time ever, we are selling some pigs. Live pigs. Yeah, we have Cooney Cooney. We sold lots of dead pigs over the years. We're going to be selling some live little Cooney Coonies. We've already got... A lot of them sold. Yes. So we have maybe a, a couple, couple more left. left yeah. If you're in Western PA and you're looking for coonies, you know where to find us. Um, that I feel excited because we bred our own. There they are running around. They look really healthy, really good. We got one runt in the bunch. We won't sell the runt, but the rest of them, man, looking. Yeah, they look good. Look like those. They're cute. Yummy logs. And uh, so that's big, big news. And. Uh, Working on breeding Luna. This so that is our saga summer project. Continues. Yeah. Yeah, we still don't have Luna bred. Breeding in the summer challenges. Challenges. Heat. It's hot. So hot that they don't take well end of the day breeding in the heat. So we kind of have 
to adjust what we're doing with her a little bit. I'm doing a, a longer protocol to get her synced, five-week protocol. And if it is hot on the day we come to AI... We're doing the longer protocol. He's so good to me. Yeah, I'm giving the shots. And a lot of hormone stuff, so, yeah. And if it is hot on the day he comes to breed... Um, we'll pull her in the barn, get some fans on her, mist her off, try to keep her body temperature nice and cool. Hoping, hoping this time that she takes. I, I feel like we'll get her bread. I don't know if we'll get her bread in the summer. You know, I, I just don't want to let much more time go by. Yeah, we are getting to that point. It's been, it's been a long time. Yeah. And she really needs, we've got her to take but not keep. Yes, we got her minerals up, so that problem should have been solved yeah, so we'll keep you the vet looked everything looks good internally now it's just getting all the the ducks to line up yeah so we'll have those videos for you uh, we're kind of settled into a good rhythm right now in case you're wondering what we're going to be putting out as far as content goes we're going to have the vlogs on tuesday coming out throughout the summer uh, and then we're going to do the live stream on saturday which we're doing right now on saturdays we're really enjoying saturdays because so many are able to join i just want to give a shout out i saw so many familiar names today uh, karen MacGyver. karen was one of our camel train pioneers like a lot of people here have been monique uh, monique is here um granny bess uh, check out granny bess's homestead channel she's here watching she painted that which isn't in the camera yet which <laughs> I'll do this again, ready? She painted that. So Granny Bess sent us that beautiful uh, watercolor of Ladybug and her lineage. Um, so many just familiar faces, Dakota, Jack, of course. Uh, just so nice to see so many frequent flyers here. We really, really appreciate you guys being here for these live streams. The kids are very grateful of the Super Chat support. So thank you again, Dakota, and all you guys who've done Super Chats in the past. And uh, yeah, we're just having fun. So we'll be making our live streams on Saturday. If you can't watch the whole live stream every week, we do put the video out on YouTube. If you can't sit down and watch a one-hour video, we get that too. Subscribe to the podcast. There's a link in the description below of this. So you can just listen to it. 90% of the stuff we share here is all audio, all audio anyway. So you don't miss out on much <laughs> other than my nice tan. And mustache. Mustache. Which someone asked me to shave. They said, please, please. And then I think, was it Monique said, I can't shave it because I got a tan. So I mean, there's this, a price for everything. It would be right? a ghost stash. There's a price for everything. <laughs> Your super chat. I will shave this mustache. <laughs> <laughs> to the highest bidder. When things get real bad. The kids, the kids love his mustache. So you're going up against them. Some staunch supporters of the mustache. I think that's everything. All right. Thank you all for joining us today on this beautiful long weekend. Hope you enjoy your long weekend with your family at your homesteads. If you're watching the replay, let us know what you're up to. And uh, we will see you all next, next Saturday.